Hi guys, it's Christy and welcome back. Thank you guys so much for joining me again. Um, today we are going to talk about inner pharmacy, which is really like balancing our body with smell and specifically we're going to talk about aromatherapy or essential oils. So it really is an exciting topic and one that I really, really love. Um, and you know, a lot of this is relating to my Ayurvedic class, the perfect health as well, just because that's that's one of the things that we can really do is use aromatherapy to kind of ba help balance our body. So we'll get more into that in that class, but you know, it's something that I've used for years and I feel really can help heal your mind and your body. And I love teaching others about it. And I make a lot of tinctures and just different um, combinations of oils, you know, to roll on and kind of introduce people to the healing power that they have. So hopefully you guys realize that you know, we're learning that our lovely, magnificent body that we have here and our mind really has the ability to heal and nurture itself. And this is primarily done through our five senses, uh, sound, sight, smell, taste, and touch. So obviously our five sense organs, which are our ears, our eyes, our nose, our tongue, and our skin, are kind of the gateways to which this whole outer world or outer environment enters into our inner environment and you know really if you think about it everything that we perceive in this world kind of comes in through our one of our five senses um, so we need to really think about this in the same way that we think about like the food that we eat it either nourishes our body or it weakens our body and you know so all of these impressions that come in through our sense of sound sight smell taste and touch can either have a really beneficial effect on our body or a harmful one on our body and our mind so you know that being said it's so important to make sure we nurture ourselves through all five of our senses as well so that we can just experience, you know, greater physical health and emotional well-being and just overall goodness. So let's talk about, you know, how we can activate our healing power of smell. And, you know, how can we use aromatherapy to become in, you know, our optimal or best health and, you know, just overall well-being. I became a certified essential oil coach a few years ago and you know that's one of my favorite things that I do kind of on the side is you know I make tinctures and oil blends for you know for lots of different people I sell them online um, but you know I really use these daily for myself my family in my home there's always essential oils in some way going on which you know now it's just so natural and we'll get into all that on and how and when and where and all that good stuff on how to use those but i find that they just have a super you know powerful effect on my life um 
And, you know, just even think about a time when you had some sort of smell that like really brings up a memory. You know, maybe it's smelling an apple pie and you're at your grandmother's house or, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a good experience or a bad experience. You know, this is kind of known as neuroassociative conditioning. It's like linking a particular smell to an emotional state. So that's really what we can do with our essential oils is, you know, I use them throughout, you know, topically on myself, you know, in my home, all over the place. And it kind of, they, I link these to, you know, smelling good and lovely and feeling good and powerful. And, you know, it's just really, really amazing what you can do when you find something that really works and, you know, makes you feel uplifted or whatever it is you're looking for. So as you guys know, my primary goal of, you know, these podcasts and the teaching and all the work that I do is really to help, you know, guide others and, you know, so that we can improve like our physical, our mental, our emotional well-being, you know, with natural solutions. And I feel like essential oils are one of those tools that, that I use regularly and really can be important, you know, to help address health concerns. So what is aromatherapy? It's kind of the practice of using natural oils that have been extracted from like flowers or bark or stems or leaves or roots and you know other parts of a plant that enhance our psychological and our physical well-being. Um, you know, there's really, really been a huge increase of popularity in aromatherapy nowadays and a huge demand for essential oils, you know, and fragrances and food and beverages in our home and our personal care products. You know, it really has become one of the fastest and greatest health trends. But, you know, essential oils are really, really far from um, being new and they're definitely not a trend. You know, they've been on this earth since, you know, the third day of creation when God created the plants from which all of them are derived from. And, you know, it's, it's really a form of alternative medicine that has really largely been forgotten about in, you know, the West here in the USA and our healthcare. Um, but nowadays people are, you know, turning from some of those conventional remedies and looking back to like Eastern philosophy and more natural ways to heal yourself or to prevent yourself from, from becoming sick and diseased, you know, um, and luckily, you know, especially for very many people who are skeptical of essential oils, you know, their surge in popularity has made them one of the most heavily researched substances right now. And there's huge bodies of evidence, you know, pointing towards their efficacy. You can, I mean, you can just look up studies if that's something that you really are into, or I can help provide you some things to look at. But anyways, let's jump in and learn. And I'm going to try to keep this somewhat brief because you guys know I could really go on and on in so many directions and talk about essential oils forever and a day. But, um, you know, know that there's a huge variety of them out there and, you know, they each have their own healing properties. 
but what I really want to do is talk about some good tips that you can that you might need so that you can start incorporating aromatherapy into your life just so you can have overall better health um, you know right now there's so many products on the market and so much info out there that it's really hard to know where to start if you don't know anything about them so I'm hoping that's what this is gonna do you know our first thing that we want to do is find a high quality oil you know there's so many synthetic oils out there and you know these synthetic oils are made in a lab and they're supposed to imitate the natural fragrance of essential oils at a fraction of the cost and you know and you know these synthetic smells are around us in our daily lives all day from air fresheners and sprays and perfumes and colognes and cleaning products and lawn you know just all of our household and personal care products so many of them contain artificial fragrances that were made in laboratories from like petroleum and just a whole host of other chemicals you know most of which are not really healthy to say the least so it's just those are bad stuff and on so many levels but you know that's a whole nother topic so we won't even go there but the bottom line is you know when you're choosing an essential oil you want to look one look for one that's natural and high quality and a lot of times the price is going to you know I've, I've sold people little bottles of something and they're like, well, I found a lavender in like a 64 ounce bottle, you know, for half the cost. And, you know, that that's, you know, this is one of those things that you have to pay the price and, and essential oils can be, I mean, they're not cheap, but, you know, there's a whole variety of prices, but a lot of the good ones that we'll talk about today are, um, and ones that you can use for so many things are relatively inexpensive but and a little bit goes a long way we'll get more into that but we really really want to make sure that it's a high quality essential oil and you know because if not it's not going to have any therapeutic effect on you if they're made in a lab lavender smell you know and I know my body's super super sensitive to synthetic smells and you know I can instantly get a headache so if you're looking and you're at stores just pay attention and and trust your nose if you smell it and you're like whoa that you know no it's not any good um, but next you want to look at the labels you know it should have its common name the lavender its Latin name the country of origin it could possibly have a distillation date or maybe an expiration date but you know really take a look at the label and see what it says um, you also want to make sure that they are a company that does independent testing there's a GS slash MS I forget the big huge words that go along with that um, but make sure there's a third-party tester you know testing all of that stuff and all of that info should be available on their websites um, essential oils you know kind of like our food we want a really important to look for organic unsprayed wild crafted local you know just to make sure there's some good good oils um, when you're looking on their websites, see if they belong to any, you know, have any memberships that NAHA or the AIA are two of the really common ones. 
And then I guess lastly, you, you know, I find that this is super important for companies in the essential oil industry is to make sure that there's some sort of sustainability or economic cooperatives going on. Because, you know, these are super, these initiatives are super critical right now in the industry. So just keep an eye out for it. And all of that info should be on their website. Um, so you guys now know a few things to just look for initially, but it's, it's really looking for their purity and their therapeutic value. And that's what's so vital because that's going to tell you that these essential oils are, you know, safe and they're effective and doing, you know, the therapeutic work that we hope they will do. Um, you don't want to use something you know, and then find out that it was made of nasty chemicals and, you know, gave you a headache or a whole slew of other issues. So just really important to look for good stuff. Now let's get into a little bit of the fun part and choosing essential oils for you. You know, first, you have no idea what you want, what you need, what you like. And, you know, kind of listen to your own body's intuition, especially if you're somewhere you're, you know, that you're smelling some of these oils or, you know, talking about what, what you're looking for as far as therapeutic help, um, you know, because nature speaks to each of us differently. So here are a few of my favorites and their benefits to get us started. Let's talk about lavender. You know, this one is good for so many things. And it's really been used for therapeutic and like religious purposes for the last like 2,500 years. It's probably one of the most commonly used oils. And I feel that it's so versatile that, you know, it's one that you always want to have around because you can use it for so many different things. You know, it has relaxing properties that promote restful sleep, just like easing of your stress, your worries, your tension, um, which is really super cool. Um, it's aromas like real florally and sweet and just calming and makes your body feel good. So, you know, this is an oil that I use in many of the blends that I make. It's great to add to cream, shampoos, conditioners. I use it for cuts, for scrapes, you know, that my kids get. You know, I could really go on and on and on about lavender. Um, when you're diffusing it, it's supposed to help balance your blood sugar. You know, like I said, it really is soothing for those cuts and, you know, even any other skin irritations that you may have or, you know, skin issues. It's really. It's the first thing that I go for if we have anything going on, whether it's a spider bite, whether it's a rash, whatever it is, is some lavender. Um, you know, it's also a one that I used for my girls when they were teens and having breakouts and I just have, my son just turned 13 and so ready to use it for that. It's great, you know, for acne and really just helps keep, keep your face clear and your pores really nice. Um, if I ever sense a headache, you know, this is one of the oils that I reach for. It's just really, really so versatile that I say this is an, you know, a number one oil and most people really like the smell, but if it's something you don't like, that is definitely, you know, definitely take that in consideration. There's so many oils and there's so many other things we could do to help all of these different conditions. So 
you know, really listen to your body. All right, peppermint. This is one of the oldest. It's an originally a European herb um, that has, again, a ton of therapeutic purposes. Um, it's used often in like Egyptian, Chinese, and Japanese folk medicine. And it just really is another amazing one. It's, you know, great for aches of all kinds, from headaches. Um, this, this is really the best thing for headaches because it improves your circulation and kind of relaxes your tense muscles, which is what's going on when we have a headache. Um, muscle aches, it's, you know, it's good for if you have a sore back or sore muscles or any tension. You know, I use it in the muscle and athletes balms that I make. It's really good for stomach aches too because it helps relax the muscles in the intestine and can help reduce like gas and bloating and nausea. I use this also in my belly love mix. Um, you know, and as you guys know, it's like minty smell and taste, you know, just make it super good to add to foods, add to drinks. You know, it's also energy and mood booster. So, you know, so it kind of stimulates us and invigorates us, ready to get us going. You know, it can help you fight fatigue and really improve like focus and concentration, which is huge. I use a little bit of peppermint in my smart and focus blend, which, you know, I put on my son every day before school. I put it on myself. You know, I have a lot of friends that I've sent this that are using it for kids that maybe have are dealing with a little bit of ADHD. Really, really, really good at just kind of focusing us. Um, it also has some antimicrobial properties, so that's why it's really good to like freshen our breath and kills bacteria that can lead to like cavities and gum issues. So I'm sure you've all used peppermint toothpaste, but probably made out of some chemical, but you can find some really good natural toothpaste that use essential oils as the peppermint. And, you know, and that's one way to start incorporating essential oils into your world. But, you know, just to, just to be knowledgeable and know, hey, cause you know, I went for years and never thought twice peppermint. Okay. I didn't know that it was made in the lab or I guess I never even really thought about it, but Anyways, hope this is bringing up some, you know, just giving you some tools to put into your head and, you know, they may be useful now. If not, you'll hear about this again someday and be like, hey, I remember that and pull it out. Um, okay, before I stop talking about peppermint, it's also really good to soothe allergy symptoms and to kind of help stuffy noses. So good, good stuff. Let's see, what else should we, let's do eucalyptus. And this is, you know, a super like cool and soothing one. And this is what I go to along with peppermint, but eucalyptus is really best for like allergies and stuffy noses and asthma, you know, chest congestion. It's good for, it kind of works because it dilates the blood vessels and allows more oxygen to kind of flow into your, uh, into your lungs. Um, I use this as a chest rub if we ever, I mean, it's, you know, since I've started using essential oils in my life on a regular basis, I feel like I'm very rarely sick, but if we ever get anything, um, you know, I make a natural chest rub for myself, my kids, you know, it's really good at relieving sinusitis. Um, 
my oldest daughter used to get it a lot. She was um, a Division One athlete and a diver um, into the pool, you know, from the all the boards in the pool and the tower. Um, so she would use that a lot to help relieve that sinusitis that she tended to keep reoccurring and getting. Um, also, I use a little drop of this in my nose before or when I get on a plane or right before I walk onto the plane. And I've been doing this for years because many years ago I got sick and I believe it was from someone that was next to me on the plane who was very sick, someone I did not know. And um, so now I just put a little drop of eucalyptus up there and in my kids' noses and especially now with COVID, it just helps keep you clear and healthy and really good stuff. It's also really powerful as a household cleaner and to help disinfect your home. I've put a little drop in my vacuum. It just kind of helps make sure that no mold grows or any other gross things. You know, it's really good at helping to reduce pain, inflammation, fever. So when you're putting it on your chest, it's, it's just good. It helps cool your body down because it is so cool and soothing. It also, you know, boosts mental clarity and, you know, helps you to feel energized and alert and focused. And lastly, I guess it also has antimicrobial properties and antiseptic properties. So it's good at treating wounds and burns and cuts and sores, you know, scrapes, abrasions, anything that you have going on, any bee stings, really, really good for that kind of stuff. And as you can see, some of these first few I'm talking, not every oil has this many great things that it's good for, but you know, these, some, these are some of the really top oils that I suggest. Um, and all of those, those first three, the lavender, the peppermint, and the eucalyptus are really pretty inexpensive. And next we're going to talk about frankincense. This one's more on the higher priced of essential oils. And I guess because it's called the king of oils, it's like super powerful and effective and really incredibly therapeutic. You know, it's been used for thousands of years in like religion and worship and meditation and um, just any spiritual practice, I guess. Um, and really frankincense, if you look up that, it's used like 17 different times in the Bible. And it's one of the gifts that was presented to the baby Jesus by the three kings. I think it was what frankincense, myrrh, and gold. And myrrh is another good essential oil. Um, but that's just just to give you an idea why it's called the king of oils and how precious, and you know how and how much value there was to it. That that was one of the gifts the kings you know presented. I feel like you know pretty amazing stuff. Um, it really is one of the most precious oils out there and it helps support our immune system. You know, it fights unwanted germs. It, it's said to have anti-tumor properties and helps the body just have a more healthy response to inflammation, which is, you know, we, many of us, most of this world seems to have, or Western civilization seems to have chronic inflammation a lot because of what we're putting into our bodies. Um, it's also really good for respiratory health, so it kind of supports the lungs and any, you know, again, sinusitis issues or any nasal health. Uh, it's really good for stretch marks and for wrinkles. You know, I use this in my face cream and I also make a scar cream that has frankincense in it. 
you know, it's also really good just for your cognitive, you know, support too. I put this in the smart and focus blend that I use um, for my son every day. And it, it's kind of for concentration. And this is the one I talked about earlier that some of the kids that struggle with ADHD issues use it and find that it really helps also um, with that peppermint. Um, I've, you know, used it on my face when I've had little sun marks or if something new comes on as we get older, all these little things appear. And it's, you know, really, really good at helping clear that away naturally. And it's also a good grounding oil too. Kind of just keeps you grounded in, in everything that you're doing. So again, another super great, great oil and really love it. All right, let's talk about some citrus oils. And I feel like these are good because these also fall into the category that, you know, they're some of the most popular and best selling, but they're really relatively inexpensive and have just a vast array of uses. So these are your oranges, your lemons, your limes, your grapefruits. Um, They're good for immune support. Um, They have virus and bacteria balancing abilities. So they help, you know, boost our immune system and kind of help our body get rid of the toxins that we may have. Um, There's so many research articles out there. I think over like 200 that these citrus oils support the role of, um, or that these citrus oils that have their compound, this D-limonone, not sure if I'm saying that right, but these research articles are saying that, you know, it really helps fight cancer cells. Um, So something really good to look at. Um, They're really super beneficial for lymphatic health. You know, they kind of draw out toxins and any like excess sodium or waste from our kidneys, our liver, our bladder. Um, They also boost blood flow and, you know, help soothe any swelling lymph nodes we may have. So again, going back to that immune health, it's really, really good. Also good for our digestive health. You know, it can help ease cramps and constipation and really just boost our digestion. This is a really good way and something I do on a daily basis. I think I have grapefruit, orange, and lemon, you know, sitting on the water cooler where I get, you know, my water from. And I just put a drop or two every time I fill my water bottle. It makes your water taste better. It's really, really good for us. You see all this immune support. It's, you know, it's natural vitamin C. So great thing to do and another thing they're amazing for is like homemade cleaning sprays you know they have a great smell and these oils are super super powerful and they fight bacteria and all the different little microorganisms that you have in your home your car your office and really you just take a bottle filled with distilled water and drop a couple drops and then use that as your, you know, to clean your countertops and your appliances, your showers, your sinks, really any surface. It's not gonna hurt them. It's gonna smell amazing. It's all natural. So, so many good little tools. All right, let's talk about one last oil for today. And this is rose. I love rose. Um, And rose has been loved throughout history, you know, both as 
the flower, the plant, and as an essential oil. You know, it's known as the queen of flowers. Um, its smell is like really florally and rich and deep and kind of spicy and sensual. You know, it also has a therapeutic value to it. And, you know, we all know that Cleopatra used to say that's what she used to keep her skin looking so young and lovely and healthy. So, you know, this is one of the more expensive oils. And so just a little bit goes a long way, but I do love to use it kind of as like a perfume and it's you know super powerful for any skin conditions so i put it in face creams like acne or just overall toning of the skin so you know and it kind of smooths any scarring and helps minimize wrinkles which i guess is why cleopatra used that so i have just a little bottle of rose water mist that's distilled water with like two or three drops of rose and I just spray that on my face after I get out of the shower or wash my face, my face and my neck. And it's a natural toner and just really good and helps reduce the wrinkles and make you look fresh and lovely. Um, it also is kind of a stress soother because it has some sedative properties that, you know, make you feel relaxed and give you that peaceful feeling. And if you have any digestive issues that are related to like stress and anxiety, you know, it, it really can help calm those down just because of that, you know, relaxing and sedative feeling that it gives. It's also really good ladies for PMS or any menstrual sy symptoms that you have. It's anti-spasmodic properties like help reduce cramps and you know can also really just fight the feeling of moodiness and anxiety we keep going back to the to the same things so you know by having a therapeutic value of doing that it you see how many different things it can help and i'm sure there's many more i'm just going off of a lot of the stuff that i can remember here um also those they've you know because of those anti-spasmodic and the sedative properties you know, they use it to help people who have seizures. And then the last benefit, but certainly not the least, is its libido boosting effects. I mean, right? It's so amazing. It kind of balances us out, balances our hormones, and elevates our sex drive. Mm, definitely one to use. And, you know, even though a little bottle is so expensive, it lasts me, you know, probably six months and and I use it often so um, so it's definitely a good one to have but anyways I could go on and on and I, I don't want this to get too long um, with all the amazing oils out there because there's so so many and you know we can also look at oils specifically for certain conditions that you may have um, you know, no matter what it is, any condition you have, I could tell you a couple of different oils that that you could use that could assist you in, you know, into help helping you <laughs> with that. So, but we'll get deeper into all that and more into later episodes. But now, where do we buy our oils? Health food stores, co-ops, farmers markets, online. You know, if you're buying them in person, you know, you got to trust your nose. But make sure you're doing your research. 
There's a lot of big box stores now that are selling oils and you know many times they're synthetic. So just be mindful and a careful shopper. And really, I'm hoping that all this is just giving you a really good place to start, but reach out if you need more directions or have questions about purchasing. And let's see, where do we use them? Anytime, anywhere, everywhere, all the time. I think you've, you've heard there's so, you know, a lavender to relax you, you know, a cool splash of eucalyptus. If you're feeling sluggish, there's just so many ways. And I use them in so many ways throughout my day. It's, it's kind of crazy, but, but also super cool. Um, okay, now that you guys know a little bit about them and where to buy them, when to use them, and how to use them is the next question. So topically, that is putting them on our body. So, you know, a good place to do that is putting them on your pulse points, your temples, your wrists, your elbows, the back of your neck, or really anywhere else you enjoy the scent. I take a little bit of rose or um, jasmine and just put it right under my collarbone in the middle there. And I feel like I, it's kind of like my perfume, but one little drop is all that you need. Um, Another big way is through aromatic diffusion. So buying a diffuser to disperse it. And these diffusers are, you can find them anywhere, anywhere uh, nowadays. And there's so many different ones. Um, I have them all over my house in pretty much every room. It just smells lovely. When people come over, they always compliment how my house smells and want me to make them something so their house can smell like that. So it really, it is uplifting. I mean, whether people really notice it or not, they're always like, oh, I always feel good when I leave here. And, and it makes a difference, it helps. Um, you could also make it into a spritzer, kind of like that rose water that I talked about up there. Just a little spray bottle. You can, you know, I have people who like a spritzer with lavender and they spray it on their pillow before they go to bed at night. Or, you know, a citrus one they keep in the kitchen just to freshen things up. You know, whatever feels good and smells good to you. Um, you can use it steam inhalation. So you could, you know, drop some in a, you know, a, a bowl or a hot pot of water and steam with it or into your showers. Another really good place to use it. I like eucalyptus in the shower and in the bath compress is another way you can drop a few drops into your bath or put it on a washcloth um you know or a drop or two as you wash your face you know i use them like i think i said earlier in my water i like to drink my citrus i use them in cooking lavender and cumin and turmeric and rosemary basil i use them in you know food and smoothies and juices there's just you know so many uses for them I uh, had to remember a little goes a long way and that's really what makes dilution important especially if you're using them topically you always want to just you know test a little patch on your skin before you go ahead and put it all over the place but remember that these essential oils that you're buying are highly concentrated so test a little on the skin or let me know that's why I make a lot of these roller blends for people and because you need to dilute it with a carrier oil and then it just makes it easy. You really can't go wrong. You can just roll it on whatever feels good, whenever feels good. 
And, you know, these carrier oils can help you, you know, cover a large surface area with just a small amount of oil because they are so potent. So mixing it with that, you could use it as a, you could see why I could use rose as a face wash or, you know, in my creams where if I were putting drops and drops on it two times a day, I'd be going right through it. So, you know, carrier oils are really, really good. One of the number one ones I use is coconut oil or fractionated coconut oil because then, you know, that's liquid to go and roll on bottles um, or the other for creams and things like that. Um, you know, it has a low molecular weight, so it really, really penetrates into your skin on a deep level, which is, you know, that's kind of my go-to one. But um, al almond oil is a good one you can use in shower gels. Jehovah, I know I always say that wrong, um, is, you know, really soothing on the skin and unclogs pores. So that's used in my face one, actually, with several of these other oils. Um, there's olive oil, argon, you know, avocado oil, rosehip, evening primrose, all sorts of different. And these are all easily found online at your local health food store, just any kind of carrier oil. And just make sure it's of good quality. Um, but really, there's just so many benefits with these essential oils. And, you know, they're not made to cure all illnesses, but they, you know, certainly help and certainly take the edge off and and start to make you, you know, psychologically and physically feel better. So why not? Um, let's see, any other uses I can think of? Oh, oregano oil is a really, really good one. It's a natural antibiotic. If we are ever getting sick, that's the first thing I do. And I put it on the bottom of your feet because it smells nasty in my opinion. I mean, I love oregano, but the oil's really, really, really strong. And, um, like we've been using it during this pandemic as a preventative measure. Um, you know, many of these oils are so useful for our immune system and helping keep it in tip top shape. Uh, you know, kids and adults, like I said, have benefited um, if they have any ADHD symptoms from some of those grounding oils that help them focus. I use them for digestion, for acne to help clear the skin. And that's kind of how I got into some of these when my middle daughter was a teen and struggling with this. And we were at the dermatologist and they gave her every nasty chemically filled topical cream. None of them worked. And then they were like, I forget what they were going to do something really horrible and I researched it and we started using coconut oil and the essential oils her face cleared up and she's really remained acne free and you know continues to use these oils in her face cream and her you know kind of just like I do because she sees the benefits um, you know what I do? I use these in the anti-aging creams, muscle rubs, and so much more. I hope this has been helpful, and I look forward to sharing much, much more with you guys. But please reach out with any questions. You know, my website and the info is in the description below. And remember, it's never too late to be what you might have been. So until next time, much love, everybody. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share. Sending you lots and lots of love. All right. Bye.